Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. We can't get anything on time if we even tried, guys. Okay. Oh, we Here's the thing. We were trying. <laughs> and that is sad. And uh, isn't that just what everything is coming to? Hey, that's the perfect that's the perfect way to go into this episode. Election episode. Boom. Intro done. <laughs> so weird. We tried. We actually we tried. We did try. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. What up, yo? How are you? (laughs) That was a weird intro. I'm not even gonna lie. You know what? It was a great song. I tried to sound a little Michael Stipe-ish. If you okay. guys don't know, that's, uh, oh, my God, why can't I think of it? R.E.M. and Michael Stipe, the lead singer. And it was the end of the world as we know it, which isn't OK. So if you think, oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, my God. It's the end of the world as we know it. So today, when this episode is releasing, is Election Day. So the world in the US, is in the U.S. In the U.S. In the U.S. Yeah. I, how arrogant am I? Yeah, I'm right? like, let's not be uh, what if it's not Euro- U.S. centric. All right. Let's yeah, let's yeah, yeah. be. America. America. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's 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 election day for us, which means it's the end of the world as we know it. And it's not the end of the world, it's the end of the world as we know it. So it's either going to be I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's either gonna be a continuation of the world as we know it, or there's gonna be some sort of change. But you know it is 2020, y'all. One word to describe this year has been unpredictable. And uh, like we say, these are trying times. I have a couple other words for describing this year. Batshit crazy? Yeah. And my right? job, guys, has always been to rein Joe in. So we're <laughs> we're not going to touch this at all no. with a 10-foot no. pole. Those are the ones I work on, okay? <laughs> Wait. How tall are the poles that you pole on? So the one in my house is 8 feet. The ones that I have at one of my studios clock out about 10 feet. Oh, okay. And then I've seen, my, I've seen the ones at competition. Those are really, really tall. So competition poles are 12 feet, 12 and a half feet. The ones at my other studio, my circus studio, are 13 and a half feet. 
Wow. Do you have a preference, like height-wise? 12 to 13 feet is the best. You can't do much on a 10-foot pole. There's not a lot of space. But the highest pole I think I've been on is 22 feet, and that scares the shit out of me. That starts to sway. Did you make it to the top? No, I got about 18 feet. I was doing a music video, and I got about 18 feet in the air, and I flipped upside down into a trick. And I've never had this happen before or since then. I actually froze. Yeah, I like got stuck in this trick. If anyone's pole dancer, I was in an inside leg hang. And I was just holding off my knee and I just was like, nope. And luckily it was like right before they called cut. So we were doing the thing. I went into the trick and I just froze. And then they called cut. And then the director's like, okay, you guys can come down now. I couldn't come down. And the director's like, Lauren, just come down. I was like, I'm stuck. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like my brain was like, and I can't even remember. I can't remember if this was post. I forced myself to like, I was like, okay, reattach my hands. And I like levered myself down super slowly. And it was like out of a movie scene where I was like, squeak all the way down. (laughs) You you know, it would have been great. It wouldn't have been great, but it would have been great if they had to call the fire department. That would have been funny. I don't think I could have have held on that fast, that long. But anyways, yeah. So y'all... The situation at hand that is happening today has been discussed ad nauseum everywhere yes. else in the world. So we are oh, not yeah. going to be touching that shit. No, 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 no. Our yeah, brains the, the, can't the handle nerds, it. We're not the most political people in the world, you know? I mean, we, I guess to each their own, right? You know, so long as you're a good person, we're cool. I think that's fair. And if you're not a good person, you go fuck off. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a dick, but that's just how I feel. If you're kind... Be kind yeah. and we're cool. If not, and rewind, go, guys. Be yeah. kind, rewind. <laughs> be kind, rewind. You know what? Youngins don't understand what that means. No, they don't even know that you had to rewind tapes or what a tape is. They don't even know what a tape is. Oh, Lauren, I've been hitting people up and I hit up Mimi and I hit up my friend Mackenzie. People like in, in their early 20s, even though Mimi's in her late 20s, I don't know how old Mimi is, whatever. But the youngins, and I'm asking, hey, if you were to describe to me, how to make a phone call? How would it look? I'm asking you now, like visually. I can see you, so it's not me texting you, which is weird. The whole thing. Now, if you were to show me how to make a phone call, show me how it it would look. Like an old, like how I used like, to. I, 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 yeah, yeah, like however you're gonna try to make a phone call. Do it right now, just real quick. All right. So I used to have a phone on my wall. I would pull it off, and it had a cord. And then I would go and punch in my numbers, <laughs> starting with a one for the area code. One dot 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 dot. Da, 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 and hold it here. And I'm of the generation where the hashtag was the pound sign. The pound sign. That's right. Oh my gosh. We are so aged. So what's funny is when you tell, Hey, show me like, if you're telling somebody, Oh, you're on the phone. How would you like signal that? It's normally this. Yes. Yeah. Lauren. Thank you. So I love you. Okay. You put your thumb out and your pinky out to resemble like a phone and you put it to your ear. So you want, do they you, do you this? want to feel, Yes, they do. You want to feel old? I asked the kids. They just put it like they have an iPhone in their ear. Like a brick? Like a brick. It's so uncomfortable. It made me feel so weird. So I'm asking all my friends and all the youngins are like, they do that. And I'm like, oh, I hate you so much. You baby. If you don't know what we're, it's actually uh, like the hang Hang loose. loose. It's hang loose from surfing. That's basically, you just don't turn it, but yeah, that's how you, that's how you would signal. I like how I actually intimated like, here, I'm going to pull the phone off my wall with the cord and I'm going to punch the numbers. Like I was going to do the rotary phone. (laughs) Shit. 
Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. It's funny that you had the phone on the wall. We just had the phone like on Lauren. We had a phone table. Yeah, so did we. Like a little phone table. We didn't have the ones in the wall. I still have house phones. Do you wait? Do we? We do have a house phone, but I, <laughs> you know, it's funny when the house phone rings. We're like, what, what? what the hell? What the? What is that? What <laughs> kind of psychopath calls a home phone? You weirdos. So what happened? I bet you what really pushed the cell phone industry was watching Scream, right? Oh, do you want to play a game? Wait, was that Scream or was that? No, that's Saw. That's Saw shit. That's Saw. <laughs> you see the difference we in the just movies Halloween, that we like? Guys, we just finished Halloween. <laughs> so speaking of horror movies. Yeah, which is reality. <laughs> election, right? election day. <laughs> One, we are going to be recommending how we can process the anxiety, the unsuredness, because I can't think of words at the moment, the instability, all the words that describe how all of us are feeling through 2020 and for this possibly altering paradigm shifting day. Paradigm shift. I like that. I like that. The the, the paradigm shift. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, it's my been... euphemisms. I'm like trying not to pick inflammatory language. <laughs> I'm not going to pick inflammatory language. I, no, I was going to. I was really going to. No, I'm that's going to be cool. You know, like, uh, uh, look, what I'll say about Election Day before we go into like how we're dealing with this stuff is just vote for who you would be proud to tell your children you voted for. You know, that's w- what I say. That's that's where I'm coming from. I've said this a million times. This is as political as I'll get. Politics I can deal with. You don't believe in this. You do believe in this. Whatever it is, I can debate politics. I can understand that. I cannot debate kindness and humanity. I would vote for somebody who is a kind person and who has a decent amount of humanity. Well, and not even a decent amount. Any amount of humanity. That's what I would go with. That's just me personally. So on this election. Or at least that are good at pretending they have it. At, at very least, <laughs> you <laughs> pretend you're a human being and you care about other human beings and you wouldn't make fun of a child or war heroes or ridiculous things that don't even make sense to say out loud, but they've kind of happened. So anyways, on this wild, weird day, how we got to this point, how are we going to deal with this? Lauren, how are you going to be dealing with this on this day? Well, one thing is to acknowledge that we are not U.S. centric here because we acknowledge that we love every one of you is that the big thing right now is 2020 has been a clusterfuck. And then on top of that, there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so much unrest and insecurity going on that we're just acknowledging that like this is like something that's been going on all year and that's going to continue. And so the methods we're kind of recommending is a type of like almost escapism, but like you deserve some escapism right now. So this is acknowledging that the world is nuts and that what we're dealing with here in the States might not be what you're dealing with at home. So we acknowledge that as well. We're here to offer you some options of how to escape for a moment. (laughs) So for me, Joe's a gamer. I think everybody knows that. And I play like real games, not like Baldur's Gate. Okay, Joe keeps telling me he's a gamer, but like (laughs) I have yet to see proof. 
he's been whining and bitching about me playing Baldur's Gate. Can we acknowledge Baldur's Gate 3 has come out and it's first in the the early release and it's been doing amazing. My brother has it. Guys, I have yet to see this proof. <laughs> I'll send you a screen cap of me like fixated on God of War because I just started playing God of War. I'm late to the table. Not the, the original trilogy destroyed. I am amazing. So I think I might get the God of War insignia on my body somewhere. Like I'm such a fan. So the reboot came out, what, two years ago, whatever it was. And it was really, really cheap. So I was like, I'll get it. And it is amazing. It's how I'm learning history, Lauren. Oh, don't use that for <laughs> learning history, guys. So me, I will be gaming. That's my escapism. Guys, that means gaming. he thinks Kratos was the god of war after Ares. Well, no, it was after he killed Ares and then became the god of war. <laughs> So I will be gaming on election day for the most part, I think. And that's my normal way of escaping because that's why I like open world games. I love Fallout. I love Assassin's Creed because you could just like wander around and just do whatever you want. And that's what I think I will be doing on election day. How about you, Lauren? What I will be doing on election day is a couple of us teachers at my dance studio. We have been as part of like our quarantine group, like our quarantine bubble. So that's like our major group that we kind of hang out with. So there's three of us. We are going to spend our evening um, instead of fixating on results by bringing out a projector and popcorn and snackies, locking ourselves into our studio with cool lights. And we are going to be watching a lot of really good movies like Mean Girls and then Spice World. Because one of our teachers is British, but she's never seen Spice World, which I think is like against the law. How can she be British? I don't know. And then we're also going to be watching Labyrinth because, you know, Zoe in tights and singing to Sarah is amazing. And then possibly I'm going to bring my DVDs with me because that's how old this is. We will be spending (laughs) the rest of the evening binge watching Xena seasons. Oh, yes. You know, the kids that I said, like, pick up the phone like this to their Mm -hmm. ear. They're going to be like, what's a DVD? Oh, my friend has uh, the I also have my Buffy seasons as well. One of my friends showed me a photo of her Buffy VHSs of seasons one through four. Wow. Like the box set, right? Yeah. Hey, so like all the So like all the VHS sleeves were like you had the different colors for the seasons and it says like one, two, three, things like that. Yeah, it's fabulous. See, we had amazing childhoods. Yeah, right? we did. Now it's like, oh, I have every episode of everything. Where is it? Oh, it's in the cloud. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares about that. You can't, you can't put, you can't, can't display the cloud, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I am that person that loves physical books. I don't like to write in books because I like, I'm very Hermione Granger and I'm like, that's a little sacrilegious, but I do have one, like one, my favorite book. This must've been one of our very first episodes where we talked about, like, I think I pretentiously asked you what your favorite piece of literature was and you were like eh? <laughs> a literature? Book? I was like wait are you talking Please? about pre-movies? Right <laughs> but yes my favorite piece of literature I will bring it back and be pretentious as hell is the only book I will actually write in which happens to be Ajax written by Sophocles so it's a Greek play and it is one of my most favorite pieces ever like I said the favorite because I relate the most to Ajax as one of the as the last major Greek hero of the Trojan War he was also a dick in Deadpool and the main antagonist of that movie. And I'm okay with that because the actor for that was the hot version of Dario Naharis in Game of Thrones. Bringing it back, yes. y'all. He was the, uh, the the man of many faces? Is that what they call him? The man no, of no, no, no. Face? That was Jock and Hagar. 
with the red hair. Dario oh. Naharis was the hot general that helped Daenerys. Yes, yes, yes. he was. And then yes, he got he recasted for that following season by Pedro Pascal, right? Is that who it is? No, uh, he, he played the Red Viper. Okay, it was the guy <laughs> who plays... Oh, I can't remember his name, but <laughs> insert fact checked here. Fact for, check. Right? <laughs> fact check. Michelle Weeman is a Dutch actor who portrays Dario Naharis from the fourth season and onward of Game of Thrones. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Thanks to Audible, I can listen to stroke survivor Kavita Bossi's book, Room 23. Once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Kavita's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds have a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the neuro nerd. Boom! Boom! Neuro <laughs> <laughs> nerds. I will be for sure gaming. And uh, I think, oh, speaking of Harry Potter, I just got the Lego Harry Potter all seven years on mm-hmm. the PlayStation. So I mm-hmm. might be playing that. Felice was playing that the other night. And like when I say she was playing it, she played it for like four hours. Mm-hmm. I was the most proud significant other. I was. Aww. I was just like, she's she's doing it. She was like figuring it out. And she's doing the things. Now I know it sounds, oh, Joe, you're game. You're playing Lego games. Yes, I'm playing Lego games. Don't be yeah. so judgy. So Lego games are very easy to pick up and play. They're mm-hmm. very difficult to master. I master because I collect everything. And it's very helpful for, like, my brain because everything is puzzles, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out how to get past this thing. But I need this. Well, I need to do this and that to get here to open that to get the thing that I need to get there. So that's what I love. And then, like, I saw her processing and figuring it out. I was like, I'm so proud. So that's what I'll probably be doing on Election Day is gaming. I might watch Labyrinth because that is an excellent movie. It's one of my favorites. And I love what's the big dude? that smell that guy ludo 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 i love because when they're in the bog and the bog smells oh, yeah. he's like smell it's like my favorite character and then the little yeah. dog that rides the dog um sir didymus <laughs> i love that guy he's so he, like he's so ready sir, to fight sir didymus rides a dog named ambrosius ambrosius was actually another name for merlin one of merlin's names and then I think in the movie, the dog in like the real world is Sarah's dog named Merlin too. And then he was called Ambrosius in the labyrinth. And then you have Hoggle. Oh, no. You know what? Hoggle's a dick. Sorry. He's the worst character. He really is. I want to throw Hoggle wrong. in the bog. I do. Not wrong. And I just want to hug David Bowie nonstop. Oh, he was fabulous. So... <laughs> on this election day, it's going to be weird. I love your game plan. I, I really do. Oh, thank and you. you said escapism. Escape, escapism is okay. You can't be it's a flooded. Mechanism. It is. And it's not negative. You can't beat yourself up. Um, my friend uh, Rebecca with a K, she plays Animal Crossing. And that's like her jam. And she like she's like, I play it like a lot. 
And she, you know, she she did a post where she was like, you know what, I'm not going to feel bad that this is my form of escapism because the world's mm-hmm. crazy. And it was during the mm-hmm. middle of, you know, the pandemic. protests and yeah, in the middle of the pandemic, the, the protests were going crazy. She lives in Chicago. So the Chicago, there was actually riots where she was. Mm. So it was the middle of that. So she she escaped. How much TV can you watch? How much radio can you listen to? How many stories can you read about these horrific things that are happening? Educate yourself. Take it in, and then at a certain point, turn off. You know what I mean? Turn everything off and keep your head right. And Lauren, you're doing an amazing thing by hanging out, not just by yourself, with a couple of people. Socially safe, I'm sure. Just wanted to point that out. Oh, we do wear our masks. Because you're good people. Because you're good people. And it's such a cool thing that you guys are all going to keep your head right. And, you know, I talk about energy a lot. Like, that energy, that's such a good place to be. You're amongst friends. You're watching things that you're really, really enjoying. So no matter what happens, you're going to be in a good place. You're mentally prepared for whatever ever happens. You know, it's kind of head in the clouds, foot on the ground. Yeah, that's what we talked about. We're like, we're going to lock the studio doors, turn everything off. So when we have to reemerge after <laughs> everything has been said and done, it's like, do we go back outside? Nope, we're going to close the doors back again. You know, it's like, <laughs> is it raining fire? No. Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to watch season three again? Let's do that. Right? Let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, I got six seasons of Xena. Like, we can we can just stay here. Like, there's like <laughs> 20 episodes a season. We got enough. Is anybody up for Angel? Why not? Oh, <laughs> I do have Angel season one, I think, on DVD. I only have Angel season one, but I have Buffy seasons one, two, and three, because I don't really like four, five, and six. One, two, and three, I have those on DVD. So I'm like, I got all sorts. Well, that, that's fair. Oh, wait a minute. You know what I might be well, – I take all of that back. I might just be watching The Mandalorian. Does The Mandalorian drop at the end of the month? <gasps> I think I'm going to binge The Mandalorian. Wait, wait. Guys, let me check this. Um, I will be our live back checker. On election day, you're going to be uh, watching movies and old TV shows. I was going to game, but I'm changing that to watching The Mandalorian. Do you want to know why? Because this is the way. Fit it in. Okay, so it looks like the first episode of season two drops October 30th. <gasps> so, guys, resist the urge. There's only one episode, though. They're still doing it yeah. weekly. This, uh, for you youngins, this is how we used to have to watch our TV shows. It was It's ridiculous. You watched it once a week, <laughs> and then you had a week of nothing. So, like, pace yourself, children. Maybe what you do is you binge season one. And then yes. you watch. Yeah, there you go. So you get 10. Ep- I think it's eight episodes, right? For season one. That's yep. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to rewatch go. season one. That's eight hours of your time. If you need something else to watch that you would like that has political intrigue and really talks about how shitty of a world we live in. Game of Thrones, guys. You have five good seasons and three shitty seasons to contend with that will definitely take up your time you can watch that instead and watch the antics of really truly horrible people on who don't really get a really good comeuppance or character arc because screw you (laughs) david benioff and db weiss for screwing it up so like you know sorry this turned into a rant on how much i hate how game of thrones ended so i actually just watch seasons one through five because it actually ended there and six seven eight didn't happen it's 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 a fake it's fake news it's a hoax nothing after season five thanks to our sponsor avid technology for providing us with the tools or should i say pro tools to record edit and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world 
Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. What I suggest everybody binge as well is The Boys. Yes. Now you can start at the, uh, season one for sure. Season two was epic. It's really, really good. And it dialed up the political nature of the, the world. satire, yes. Tenfold. But also in season one, friend of the show, friend of ours, Malcolm Barrett, mm-hmm. as the frozen penis guy. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> A suit broke off his penis. Good fun. This is good, wholesome family fun, isn't it? But The Boys is so good. And I was watching, what, the the episode three or four when I realized The Boys is actually what DC should strive to be, yeah. I think. It's Absolutely. so dark. Now, when I say it's it's so dark. Now, DC uh, dark is like, mm, we're dark and broody. Yeah. So I think the way to say it is like, see, like DC, what they're trying to do is grim dark. Grim dark is a genre. It is not realism. But a lot of people confuse grim dark for realism. I think that the boys has done a great job of translating more of like a nihilistic reality where it's kind of like the veil has been pulled back. I see the boys as a great metaphor guys also for the hypocrisy and insanity of Hollywood for the government, social media, everything, everything, everything you can think of. This is almost like black mirror, but with superheroes and less like, Oh my God, like the reality sucks (laughs) and I want to die. Yeah. So, yeah, I would stay away from Black Mirror, guys, by the way, for Election Day. Just stay away from Black Mirror. Yeah, Um, Yeah, we're we're kind of going to be living it. (laughs) The boys is much much, much better. Like they said, Black Mirror did a great job of having us experience season six, okay, instead of watching it. True, Uh, true. So the boys is great. It follows, like, imagine if you had the Avengers, right? And they had all, if you haven't seen the show, so it's imagine you have the Avengers, that have all these powers, but also have the realistic flaws of humans trying to handle superpowers. And unfortunately, at the end of the day, people are people. And what does power corrupt? What does absolute power do, but corrupt absolutely, right? So when you have these characters and they have to deal with, they have the money and the fame and the notoriety and the uncheckable powers, what does that actually do? And so again, this is a, it's not as dark as grimdark as DC wants to be i i think like they're like that emo kid that thought they were a lot harder than they are yeah look, look at my eye makeup i'm dark and look, i say that with my messy love. hair i say that with love guys because i actually have a new playlist on my it's a nostalgia playlist where it has like all my like fallout boy and my chemical romance i love them <laughs> like those are my high school days hey i i also speaking of the boys it is shocking to me how much Lauren looks like Stormfront specifically mm. today. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Crazy. Aya Cash is the actress that plays Stormfront. She is phenomenal. You will love her. She is up there to me with like Hans Landa, Littlefinger. She's up there with those guys because those guys to me, they're evil. Yes, they're deliciously evil you know what i mean like they're just so likable but they're so evil i call them amoral would you call her amoral yeah well yes she is she's not that she's immoral it's almost like ozymandias also was amoral but he wasn't as like sadistic 
Yeah, so a spoiler alert on Stormfront, by the way. Stormfront doesn't come until season two, guys, this character. But there's another thing about morality in general. Most people think morality is a dichotomy. You're either moral or immoral. And then there's a concept called amorality, where it's like you're removed from the accepted social parameters of morality. And so most people that are the scariest people in real life and in fiction are people who are amoral because they function outside of our set norms. So they become the most unpredictable people because they're working on their own thing. So if you think about the alignment chart, most amoral characters tend to fall in like the maybe chaotic evil or even any of the chaos, the chaos crew. So like chaotic good, chaotic neutral and chaotic evil, they function on their own parameters, right? Like Joker. Yeah, I think he's, I don't even know if he's technically, he's chaos, but I don't know if he's chaotic evil. Depends which Joker. But in general. At least one of them is an agent of chaos for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's another thing. If you guys ever want to get on internet fights, just pick up an alignment chart and try to place people in it. (laughs) (laughs) The boys to me, is great because it was around episode I think two or three in season two where I I just took a step back and I was like wow this is the perfect balance between DC's dark well not DC's dark I think what DC wishes it could be when it says dark and Marvel's humor and light side because the boys is very funny and so in Marvel it's like oh world destroying event ha 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 let's joke and, and it's it's always keeping it very light and dc mm-hmm. is like we're everything mm, we're brooding and there's no humor at all the boys actually has like it when it goes dark it goes very very dark and then it, you know for the most part it's just like oh wow that was like a fun romp up until this horrific thing happened like let's just start like th- episode one guys if you guys haven't seen it it's gonna start it's gonna start dark okay five Just, minutes into the show you're gonna be like what the hell am i watching I and then you're gonna say, binge it of course guys i would put a trigger warning if you have triggers like again if you're a responsible like a cons- consumer of books and tv and stuff i would go ahead and look at some trigger warnings um like uh i don't want to give spoilers but I just Google trigger warnings for the boys. I'm just throwing that out there because I know some people do get um, some triggered by some stuff. So I I will say it touches on everything, everything, like literally anything and everything you can think of that's going on in the world today, politically, socially, they hit on it. They hit on like the social media issues, sexual harassment, Me Too Mm -hmm. movement, homosexuality. Mm -hmm. They hit on racism everything you can think of is in this show yeah i was thinking trigger warnings like body horror harassment that kind of stuff and he's he like oh yeah the me too movie it's, yes it's all yeah, in there well, guys. No, the, so with, with yeah like when it's graphic gore sometimes and it's not like so oh we're gonna soften arm but like if you could ever think about what superman would do with his heat vision if he decided to use it on a person that they're gonna show that you're not going to wonder anymore. You'll know exactly what that's going to do like a human body. I was saying more along the lines. Remember what happens with uh, the deep and starlight mm-hmm. in like the first. Yeah. Yes. See, that, yes. that that was very triggering yes. to a few people that I know where I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is hey, hey, pun intended. This is deep. <laughs> I know I had to, Lauren. I had to. So please, had guys, to. be responsible consumers. And if you are, if you do need trigger warnings, go look for the trigger warnings. Otherwise, guys, just dive right in. Dive. Oh, it's so good. 
If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. We're not the most political show, but I will say this politically. Go fucking vote. Sorry. Just do it. It's it's very simple. They could not make it more simple. I did it from home, you know, and then you drop it off in a little box and then you're good. Make sure it's an actual box that's official because there's some dirty politics going on where they're like, oh, no, we're collecting them for the. No, you idiots. Just this. Just stop playing games. Well, by the time this has come out, it's Election Day. So you either hopefully you'd voted. But I would just say that, especially here in the United States, we do have the privilege to vote in more or less uh, ideally fair elections but because in other places in the world that is not a right that people get to enjoy so i would say if you do live in a country that allows free relatively free elections and you have the right to vote no matter when your the election is please guys we encourage you to vote and make your voices heard no matter what side or what you believe in just make sure it is your belief and you feel strongly and passionately about it and yeah that's where I'm going to leave it at because I'm not going to try to make it more political. I'm just supportive. You go out there and be you. Yeah, vote for Walter Mondale. No? That's right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was thinking of the oldest name I could think of back I'm in the day. I'm going to vote for Kanye. <laughs> oh, my God. And whatever you do, don't do that. And I say that as a significant other of somebody who is in the Sunday Service Choir. I'm just saying, like, th- th- these are the times where I'll say, look, this has everything to do with politics, but nothing to do with politics. Just do your research. You know what I mean? Like, literally, look at what these issues are and then vote on them based on your your research. You know, like, oh, well, th- like the, the, there was a, a couple of, I don't know, the things that you vote on, <laughs> the, the ballots, the propositions, a couple of propositions that I was at odds with a couple of people because it's like, yeah, but I'm looking at it from this end and you're looking at it from this end. I get where you're coming from, but I'm coming from it from this angle. So it was a respectful debate. It wasn't necessarily like, well, I'm right and you're wrong and ah, because we're adults, right? And we can talk things out. Because we're adults. Look, we, we all kind of see things from different points of view. So why not share those points of view, like where you're coming from, in a calm, meaningful, loving way, instead of being a lunatic and screaming and having signs, you you morons. Or, Sorry. Or, or guys, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> or yeah, just keep it to yourself. That's what You don't have anything nice to say? Don't say anything? I'm voting for Ralph Nader. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm older than you. I voted for Michael Dukakis. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, whatever you do, do your research and, you know, make the decision that's best for you. Don't do it for anybody else. You know, just do your research. Be kind. Rewind. That's just that, that that's going to be the, the, the mantra moving forward. Hey, guys, it's Election Day. Be kind. Rewind. And stay healthy and sane and don't feel guilty for escapism. There's a reason that was invented. and. Call your therapist. Yes, I think we're all going to need that. Also, listen to the Neuro Nerds. As always, we are here to help. Yes. And suggestion from both of us. Watch Labyrinth. <gasps> yes. Enjoy. If you are a youngin and you do not know the magic that is David Bowie, especially like rock glam David Bowie, do yourself a favor and fall into one of the best movies it is camp. It is beautiful. It is just amazing with a soundtrack. Just do yourself a favor. 
and his hair. The Aquanet was uh, everywhere. Oh, it was so and good. And if you want to see, if you want to see a Muppet pee, remember when Hoggle, like when he's introduced, mm-hmm. like he's peeing. It was really weird. I was a kid and I was like, wait, is that do Mupp do Muppets pee? Also, That's the first thought that I had. You're gonna see a lot of David Bowie's junk. It's great. Oh, that oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So do you remember the the Michael Keaton Batman, oh, the, the George Clooney Batman with like the close ups of the cod piece. I think that was an ode to David Bowie from Labyrinth. <laughs> All right, it was guys. Cod piece for days. There you go. Hey, except it's the point, except, it's the point of the episode where we'd evolve. Well, and I'm just going to point out there was no cod piece, it was just leggings. Oh my God, you're right. Of course, I'm right. I, Oh my god! I think I I think I just blocked that out. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you if you ever want to know what religion David Bowie is, watch Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for tonight. <laughs> On that very awkward note, it's election day. The world is changing, and in my opinion, it's changing for the better. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We're on the right side of history. Things are evolving and, and, and changing for the best. Lauren looks exactly like Stormfront, and it's so uncomfortable and awesome. I was just about to say that. I'm like, and if you're a little confused on how to conduct yourself for the rest of 2020, watch The Boys. And when Stormfront comes on, think of me. Oh, my. Yeah. So whenever Lauren threatens you, yeah, that's what would happen to you guys. And on that beautiful, happy note. <laughs> 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 as, as I said, we are always here to help. You can follow Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can follow me at Joe So Rocks on all the socials. You can follow us, the Neuronauts, at all the socials. <laughs> and on this beautiful episode, the world is changing, and we are going to be in a better place because we're all going to be watching Labyrinth and watching David Bowie's crotch very closely. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, these Neuro Nerds are out. <laughs> You remind me of the babe, babe with the power, power of voodoo, who do you do, do what, remind me of the babe. Neuro-nerds. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 